Yes, it's Wednesday, December 20th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, a murderous genocidal dictator sings your favorite Christmas tunes. Plus, demonic pussies must be sent back to hell where they belong. And when mass assing turns into a hate crime. All this for your voicemails today. I don't have kitty milk. Is Miss Vagina thinking about Mr. Penis? ManilaFetish.com It's just a fun thing. <laughs> yes, Tim Henson back here with you for the Wednesday episode of DV as we continue to steamroll towards Christmas. We're so close, right? We're less than a week away. I'll be heading up to Ashtabula this weekend. I am happy to report all of my Christmas shopping is done early this year for once. I think it's a record for me, actually. Usually on Christmas Eve, I'm scrambling, looking for something at the stores, but not this year. I am pretty much all set. Although, longtime listeners of the show know, my family totally cheaps out when it comes to giving presents. Instead of everyone getting everyone presents, we draw names on Thanksgiving. And then you just have to get presents for that one person, right? Whoever you draw. And on top of it all, underneath their name is a list of stuff they want. So it's like super easy. And honestly, it takes the fun out of gift giving. At this point, you're just kind of like doing an errand for them. It's like they gave you a shopping list. Yeah, I can pick up some body lotions and a loofah at the Walgreens on the way to Christmas. Oh, that's the other thing. We started this gift exchange thing probably, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. And back then we had a limit of $25. It's all you could spend on this gift for the person. Even if you are dirt poor, you just have to buy one present for one person. You can spend more than $25. I've been a huge proponent of raising that limit. No one is ever on board, though. 20 years later, we're still doing this gift exchange. It's still a $25 limit. Like, what the fuck can you buy for $25? That's not a piece of total crap. It's impossible. Every time I buy something for the gift exchange, it's way more than $25. I always go over the limit, you know, because I'm rich. Money is no object. 
I'm a podcasting baron, after all. Sitting on a Scrooge McDuck-like heap of cash. This year, at Thanksgiving, I once again brought up the measly $25 limit. I said, you know, you can't really buy anything for $25. Inflation, Joe Biden... I just throw that name in there because a lot of my family are Republicans and that might get them all riled up. Yeah, Joe Biden tried to ruin Christmas for us all. Let's not let him win. We're going to have a happy Christmas. All right, let's up it to $50 or whatever. That's what I was thinking might happen. It didn't. All the damn rules in my family are wishy-washy. My sister was like, oh, no one, no one abides by that $25 limit anyway. And then I said, yes, exactly. So let's change it. And she said, no, it's $25, but you're going to spend more than $25. I'm like, what the fuck is the point of this at all? And then as I've bitched and complained about before, because I am a petty, petty man, even though my family does the gift exchange where we're all just supposed to get one gift inevitably there's people that end up with three or four gifts for various reasons it's like well this is the gift exchange gift and then cindy's my goddaughter so i had to get her a goddaughter christmas gift and then earlier this year she took me to the hospital when i needed to get those bunions removed so i yeah i just i just got her a little thank you christmas present for that and everyone gets multiple presents except for me And whoever picks my name, they're the ones that uh, stick to the $25 limit. My sister holds up this beautiful, oversized Prada sweater. Oh, thank you so much. I'm like, that was $25? How the hell did you get that? And then I unwrap my gift, and it's a toothpick dispenser. And I'm pretty sure they didn't even buy it. They just stole it. It was sitting next to a cash register at a diner. And by the way, toothpick dispenser was not on my list of wants underneath my name on the piece of paper they picked. I think someone from my family heard me bitch and complain about this in previous years here on the podcast. So in order to have more presents to unwrap, we're doing one of those, um, what is it called when you uh, you bring like a shitty gift and then like you swap it and stuff? Is that the is that a white elephant? I think that's what, what it's called. So now we're doing that as well. My white elephant gifts are always the best. I'm very competitive when it comes to things that don't matter. You're just supposed to like find something in your house and wrap it. I went out and I bought an inflatable turkey. It's exactly what it sounds like. Gotta be honest with you, I hope I end up with my inflatable turkey. We'll see how that all pans out. Now, I did say that I was done with my Christmas shopping. Truth be told, I do buy gifts for, like, my nieces and nephews. Because uh, in my family, there's lots of aunts and uncles. And I need to be the best one. I need these kids to think of me as their favorite. Because I have this sick need for approval and adoration which is why i do this podcast i think i told you guys that my niece called me out of the blue about a month ago and she was like i just want to talk to you i haven't talked to you in a while and i thought oh that is absolutely sweet but she really needs to work on her game because the very next thing out of her mouth was hey there's this taylor swift sweatshirt i want and i was thinking for christmas you could get that for me i'm like oh you couldn't even ask me how i was doing before you start Hitting me up for presents. By the way, that Taylor Swift hoodie costs about three times the amount of the Distorted View hoodie in the DV store. It's highway. That Taylor Swift, she's raping little girls. That's what she's doing with her prices. Should be outlawed. Some of the FTC should look into her dealings. It's not right. So then, you know, I've got uh, two other nieces and I needed to spend as much on them you know to be even so one of them's getting airpods now and the other one's just like i just want cash 
which is not cool. You know, you're supposed to give presents and it's supposed to be something meaningful for Christmas. But on the flip side, it's so easy for me. I just have to go to the ATM and stuff it in an envelope. Anyway, as, as always, I'm mostly looking forward to eating. That's now the best part of Christmas. It's, you know, when I was younger, it was the presents. Now it's the food, the food and booze. And hopefully a cousin will show up with, uh, you know, pot or something. I don't know how my family isn't suspicious when I, like, go out with my cousin to smoke a cigarette, even though I don't smoke. Like, why would I want to be out there in the cold next to someone who's just, like, blowing cigarette smoke in my face? Doesn't make sense. Doesn't check out. Come on, Patricia, use your head. Your son's getting high just to make it through the holidays. All right, listen, um, I have a bunch of great audio to share with you. Speaking of Christmas, every year I like to try and find at least one or two new DV-worthy holiday songs. Throughout the season, of course, I play some of our favorites at the beginning of the show every day. But I'm always on the lookout to add uh, new songs into the mix. Earlier this year, a Distorted View listener, I believe Robo Christ, maybe, introduced us to Toby Smiles. That is, in fact, Toby and not the Tasmanian Devil. I'm sorry, was that too mean? I think my New Year's resolution for 2024 is anytime I say something that could be construed as being ableist or just mean to the unsavories, I think referring to them as unsavories would probably count as one of those things. Uh, I will make a donation to, uh, I don't know, some sort of crippled charity or something. I have a long way to go to grow, don't I? It'll be like my version of the swear jar. Remember a year or two ago, I had the R word jar. Anytime I slipped up and said retarded, I would put, you know, a couple coins in there. That was very successful. I've cut down my use uh, considerably. And we paid down a substantial part of the national debt. We're standing at just over a trillion dollars donated to the R-Word jar. That's something I feel good about. Anyway, back to Toby Smiles. You know, I appreciate this kid's enthusiasm. He's not letting his affliction get him down. But starting a singing career, I feel like people around him should have gently nudged him in a different direction. You know, Toby, uh, maybe pick a hobby or pastime that doesn't rely solely on your ability to sound good and have a pleasant voice. Let's try your good hand at sculpting, maybe. Maybe maybe you'd like to try working with clay or something. Anyway, uh, yeah, he Toby Smiles has a bunch of music on Spotify, including some holiday classics. But it never did. Like Feliz Navidad. But it never did. I know we've played a few of these on the podcast when we originally talked about Toby, and uh, I was saving some more to play you know, during the Christmas season. Like, it's the most wonderful time of the year! Ding dong, ding dong. If you're hosting Christmas this year, You've got to slip in a few Toby Smile songs into your holiday playlist. See which family member brings it up first. What the hell is this song? Who is this? And then you just, with a straight face, say uh, Duran Duran or something. You know? Yeah. yeah. This is Mariah Carey's new Christmas song. Toby does all of the classics. 
Jingle bells, obviously, to uh, Silent Night. <laughs> After hearing, does he just clear his throat in the middle of this song? They didn't cut that out. <laughs> See, now, I don't care if you have cerebral palsy or you've stroked out or what, whatever is wrong with you. You don't leave in stuff like that. You start, you know, this is the beginning of the song as well. He could have just started all over. I bet you he's one of these divas with cerebral palsy. Look, we're going to do this once and then I'm out of here. This is a one tick fucker. <laughs> I'm trying my hardest to make Toby Smile seem unlikable. Yeah, we got to knock him down a few pegs. Shouldn't be hard considering he has trouble standing, you know. By the way, all of his uh, music is on Spotify, including Oh Holy Night. Okay. Yeah, this is going to go into heavy rotation here on DV. I guarantee it. Now, one thing we learned about Toby when we originally featured him a month or two ago is that he absolutely loves. He goes cuckoo crazy bananas for Starbucks, specifically their Frappuccino products. He's so in love with the brand, by the way, that the album artwork for this collection of holiday classics is of Toby holding a Frappuccino. Oh, and the name of the album is Frappuccino Wonderland. Now, these are not all just old Christmas songs. At least one of them is a semi-original. He reworked the lyrics to Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas to Have Yourself a Toby Chip Frappuccino. Now, aren't you guys glad I told you the title of the song before I started playing it? There's no way you'd be able to decipher it. Frappuccino is a hard word to say. I'm not even going to attempt to guess what he's saying but that's that's toby smiles a new find this year we're not done yet though i found some additional music that i can say with some certainty will be incorporated into the dv holiday mix this of course is all i want for christmas is you as sung by adolf hitler now this is what artificial intelligence was made to be used for.
Oh, yeah. Hit that high note, Hitler. I'm sorry. It's so stupid. Uh, my favorite comment <laughs> on this video is uh, from Dog Dog Godfog. He says, All I want for Christmas is bowling. <laughs> Dying here. <laughs> he can't hit those high notes. All right, all right. <laughs> you get the idea there. Finally, today, one more new Christmas song. This one is for you, Trump fans out there. Uh, this is by Trump Latinos. <laughs> Uh, the song is called Four More Years of Trump. Give me four more years. I give you liberal tears. Cause the next four years, you get me spacing your fears. Please, four more years. 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 I will say this. Uh, you know, this guy can hit those high notes that Adolf Hitler can't. This song, by the way, uh, uses Carol of the Bells as sort of a uh, reference point, I guess. I don't know. I'm going Hannah Montana. You know this Georgia peach got a little pinch of Atlanta. I know you see this booty bouncing like a basketball. But I'm conservative living. I just can't give it to y'all. Shout out to hardworking men. Ooh, I love me a Trump daddy. I'm a Trump Latina, so I had to leave Cali. We love our country, love our soldiers. Yeah, we love our veterans. Pledge allegiance to the flag. Trump is our real president. I like this song because they're not really attacking anybody. They're just saying what they like about Trump. They like his conservative values she likes to carry her gun she loves the military i don't see anything wrong with this song so far pledge allegiance to the flag trump is our real president trans men don't understand what it takes to be a woman let your man make the money baby you just do the cooking well things got real problematic real fast huh still as far as the music is concerned it sounds good right i would not call this a linda fingal hall of fame nominee that's for sure trump is our real president And we're back to the chorus. I want more of her. She's a spicy Latina, huh? Unfortunately, that's about it for the song. They just repeat the chorus over and over. The song, again, if you want to check it out for yourself, is available on Spotify. It is Four More Years of Trump. Let's move on from Christmas music now. I've got a few random clips to share with you before we get into the news. Although this first one, while not Christmassy per se, is quite festive. After all, Christmas is all about spreading the joy. And I guess that's what this woman is doing. She is burping directly onto another woman's mouth. Sorry, my tits are like right in your face. That's what you're apologizing for? 
Your ginormous tits are close to her head. If she doesn't mind the burping, she's not going to mind the tits. Right in your face. Such a big one. Yeah, you're yeah. like tits have tits. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so she backs up the tits a bit. <laughs> and then burps in her face again. Yeah, it's burp fetish porn. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, let me rub your belly a little bit. Oh, thank you. I know, I need to let them out. Mm -hmm. (sighs) I will say, she burps like a stud, huh? I mean, if you are into this type of thing, this woman is probably driving you wild. The problem with watching burp fetish porn, there are quite a number of things wrong with watching burping porn, but sometimes the algorithm can't really determine the difference between burping and vomiting and that's what you'll start getting recommended to you. Well, this is bad, ladies and gentlemen. This is a video by uh, Vomit Lover 24-7. She's a woman who is into puke. Yeah, really switching things up. It's a little unusual, right? Uh, also unusual is she's only into natural vomiting. She doesn't like forced vomit. Doesn't like people sticking their fingers down their throat, making themselves vomit. In the case of uh, this clip she uploaded, it looks like it's uh, just a drunk guy. He had a bit too much and he's trying to... Um, Make his tummy feel better, I guess. Trying to get him to sober up. It's only been 13 days. He's been drinking straight for 13 days? That's a problem. Well, yeah, that's not good. Whoa. It's about time to button this shit up. Dude, you're not helping. Let the man vomit. Okay. Come on, let's speed things up here. Got shit to do. Take my word for it. We're not done yet. See, this isn't even really a porn video, but Vomit Lover 24-7 gets off to this. Because it's natural. You might be hurting yourself, man. You think? Okay. I I think you got the idea. He's nowhere near done. We'll just let him vomit in peace, I guess. Hey, yesterday on the podcast, we uh, were playing a bunch of Gooner Bait music from SoundCloud. I didn't realize how many masturbation mantra type tracks have been uploaded onto SoundCloud. It really is a Gooner Baiter's heaven. There are artists that, you know, they actually make music, but they incorporate the sounds of Gooner Baiters. It's all yours. Yeah. I don't know if this is technically a song, but (laughs) it's a lot of gooner bait sounds. Open up that fucking ass. Yeah, shove that cock all the way and meet the fucking balls. Shove that fucking big dick all the way and meet the fucking balls. Yeah. It's like a big fucking dick. This artist is known uh, as Kink Brother. Open up that fucking ass. Yeah, shove that cock all the way and meet the fucking balls. Shove that fucking big dick all the way and meet the fucking balls. Yeah, I don't know if I would consider this gooner bait music per se because it's it's more about getting fucked, right? And having sex. Uh, gooner bait is more about like you know just talking about your dong and what you're doing to your dong, greasing up your dong, playing with your your penis. Um, here's another song by Kink Brother. I just wanna masturbate. I just wanna masturbate. I just wanna, I just wanna, I just wanna masturbate. See, now this is more Gooner Bait music. Masturbate, masturbate, masturbate. 
Overload my dicks about to fall off. I'm a horn dog, leave you dripping with the ball sauce. I even bust when the doctor says cough, cough. You don't. He had me at ball sauce. Think about it when I'm dreaming at night. Done it so much, my dick leans to the right, to the right. Cause I do it with the left. The right's got the mouse. Yeah, you heard what I said. What's going on in my perverted head? Not a person on this earth without my sperm in their bed. Beat it like an egg in the yolk. Don't flow. Keep your speakers low so the folks don't know. I bust nuts like a fat squirrel. Get a nasty fat girl to rub my segwell. Masturbate. And watch the cum come high. I'ma do it till my nuts run dry. I love my life. Well, there you go. That's uh, pop. Uh, I'm sorry, poppered up penis dong by Kink Brother. You might want to try slipping that song into your holiday mix as well. See if Granny catches on. What is that? I heard something about squirrels and nuts. I guess that has something to do with the winter season. All right, calm down, Granny. Uh, moving on, tangentially related. Well, actually, more. Than just tangentially related. Uh, I've got a couple clips here of a man masturbating. He's got his master on Skype encouraging him, I guess. I just really like uh, the master's voice here. Deep in that pussy. Fuck yeah. Yeah. That's it, Daddy loves when you ride his dick. Nice and deep, nice and fucking hard. Yeah, Daddy likes it. You fucking, you fucking pussy. Daddy likes your little boy pushy. Fuck yeah, be daddy. Fuck. Fuck. (laughs) I just love that. It's not even an accent. It's just a way of speaking. Fuck yeah, be daddy's little girl. It's like an like alpha alpha gay voice. Be daddy's little girl. Be daddy's little bitch. Be daddy's little faggot. Fuck. Yeah. Fucking do it, baby. Fucking show daddy what a horny fuck you are. Oh yeah. And you want it more and more. To me it almost sounds like like this guy's just playing an audio clip of of the master. But it says here the faggot with dog dildo <laughs> humiliated on cam by master. So we got a little more here. Pushy. Pushy. Fucking wreck on nigga pushy cock. Fucking do it, baby. More nigga dog dick in you fuck yeah. Uh, it might not just be an audio clip because the master referenced the uh, the dog dildo. Do it. Is there anything more humiliating than someone pointing at your penis and calling it a little dick clit? That is rough. Yeah, you little boy clitoris, huh? Yeah, play with that little clit of yours. Your little clitty. Fucking right, baby. You're my little faggot. You're my little bitch. Aw, that's kind of nice. I'm someone's bitch. Fucking want to breathe you, baby. Thank you. Get this pop. The audio kind of sucks, but uh, you get the idea. Just an alpha dad watching his little bitch boy fucker. Yeah, little fucker playing with his clit, sitting on that dog cock, stretching open his pussy. Put his pussy. <laughs> All right, uh, real quick before we get into the news, one last clit. I mean, clip. Ironically, it does have something to do with pussy. This time, though, it involves lady pussy. Uh, This video was actually posted on YouTube like three or four years ago. I totally missed it. I think it's worth playing, though, even though it's very short. It's only 30 seconds long. It's another one of those clips of um, like African preachers just losing his mind up at the pulpit. He's got a warning for you ladies. Your pussy! Bring the camera, son. Bring the camera. Get, Get real close. 
camera. Zoom in, please. <laughs> He's got something important to say about pussy. Bring the camera. All the young girls who want to make life with pussy. I don't know about women, but I, I bet a lot of guys want to make life with pussy. With pussy. pussy. Your pussy will perish with you in hell. He's kind of given off those uh, eat the poo poo vibes. For once, though, the gays are safe. May your pussy perish with you. May your smooth pussy kill your pussy. I believe that was slut pussy, right? May your slut pussy perish in hell. Smooth pussy. Slut. Smooth pussy. May your smooth pussy. May your smooth pussy. Or maybe it's smut. Maybe your smut pussy. May your smooth pussy kill your pussy and die pussy. Perish! You know, with this clip being three years old, I would have thought that there would just be tons of remixes using this audio. Your pussy will perish with you in hell! I could not find one. Where the hell is Corey when you need him? He would do a bang-up job. I guess the closest we're going to come to a remix of this guy is... African preachers go hard, man. All right, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist to that fact of news right now. Well, the Distorted View store is open, chock full of merchandise. Mugs, sure, stickers, magnets. But we've also got all sorts of uh, clothing, right? T-shirts, hoodies, long sleeve shirts. Oh, my God, you've got to see the softer side of the DV store. Hey, dipshits, you look like fucking trash. How about you spend your hard-earned cash on some T-shirts or a ceramic mug or a Tim Henson six-inch butt plug because... You'll be the first freaks. Tim always tries to screw out of money. Cause you're the fucking rubes. Come let Tim steal money from you. That that is not exactly what I had in mind. I don't steal money from you. This is some high quality merchandise, you see. Officially licensed Distorted View merchandise. It's all available right now in the DB store. Use coupon code CAT. C-A-T for 20% off your entire order of uh, $20 or more. Again, uh, distortedview.com is the website for our store. Also, don't forget, starting next year, we're going to be doing three Sideshow exclusive episodes every week. That means we're going down to two free episodes for everyone. I want you all to sign up, become true and honorable freaks so you don't miss an episode. Right now, memberships are on sale for the holidays. $6 for a monthly, $60 for a yearly, and even lifetime memberships are on sale. Just go to superfreaksideshow.com right now. Act quick because those deals are going away. Once you all set up and ready to go on January 1st when uh, things switch over, final way to help support the program, we've got a Patreon account. I wish I had a song for this. Oh, wait, I do. Sweet perks for painting, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Spending cash, it feels so zen, P-A-G-R-E-O-N. Voicemail line, to scream and whine. DV's Patreon's the best, P 
P-A-G-R-E-O-N Sweet perks Now fuck that cash over to Tim I never learned my lesson I just have AI Keep writing songs, singing songs Sounds fucking creepy as hell Anyway, yes, patreon.com slash distorted view. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. If you pledge five, you get access to that special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. All right. Three very quick stories now. First up. Well, this is kind of a disturbing one from Washington, D.C. An incident occurred outside of the Kesher Israel Congregation in Georgetown where a man reportedly shouted an anti-Semitic slogan. That slogan, of course, was uh, gas the Jews. He made it pretty clear that he was not a fan of the Jewish people. Uh, While he screamed gash the Jews, he sprayed an unknown substance at individuals. It was a gas, kind of, fart gas spray. Uh, Court documents state, but, you know, people didn't know it at the time, aside from, you know, the smell. Yeah, it really was uh, fart gas spray. Uh, anyway, so he was uh, screaming gas the Jews while spraying an unknown substance at individuals. Court documents state that Brent Wood maneuvered a U-Haul van onto the synagogue sidewalk, then sat on its hood and unsuccessfully tried to enter the locked building. During this time, the synagogue was being evacuated due to a bomb threat received via email. Was that by Brett or was that by another anti-Semitic idiot? It's not been a great year for Jews. All around, these people are dealing with a lot. It's like, you know, this whole synagogue is being evacuated because of a bomb threat. They're running out of the building. The second they get outside, there's an insane person standing on the hood of a U-Haul spraying fart gas at them. As people were leaving, Wood is said to have begun spraying them with the substance. Again, I guess I'm going to just keep saying gas the Jews over and over. I mean, it's written in the news story, but I know how you freaks are. You're going to isolate that audio and and do horrible things to it. A jogger was among those sprayed. A synagogue attendee wearing a yarmulke reported that Wood approached him, repeating, you guessed it, gas the Jews while spraying the substance on him. Even (laughs) Even as he walked away, Wood followed, continuing the assault before remarking, you're no fun, and then headed back towards the synagogue where the more fun Jews were. Maybe they'll play with me. Sounds like this guy was just lonely, looking for someone to hang out with. Are there any Jews who are going to let me gas them with this fart spray? Uh, All right. The episode was also witnessed by a woman walking her dog. When police arrived, they found Wood recording with his phone and holding a canister, still yelling, God damn it gas the Jews, and claiming the substance was merely fart spray. Wood was arrested and faces charges of simple assault with a hate crime enhancement and resisting arrest. He's from Toledo, Ohio, of course, Florida man of the North, and has made an initial court appearance with another scheduled for January 29th. He's been ordered to stay away from Jews in general, but specifically the synagogue and the two individuals involved second story we have for you today. Well, this took place in a Wawa convenience store. I've never been to a Wawa. I've heard good things about them. I think freaks have called in before and said that their uh, sub sandwiches are pretty excellent. Or is that Publix? You know, Cincinnati is not a great location, I'm finding out. Like, it's just south enough 
in the U.S. that um, we're getting all sorts of good stuff. Like, uh, we're going to get some Wawa's here, which I think are mainly on the East Coast. But okay, we're, we're not that far from the East Coast, right? Cincinnati is in that sweet spot. And then recently I heard that uh, it, we're getting a, a Publix, which is a, a grocery store chain that is very popular, like in Florida. But apparently they have really good food. Maybe that's the place that has the good subs. Lord Douche, lo- you know, Lord Douche is from that area. He's my little Florida man. He loved uh, Publix. And I, I don't think it's Cincinnati that's actually getting it. It's going to be like in northern Kentucky, but that's not very far from us. Not that you care and not that that has anything to do with this new story. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know how the hell I got onto the topic of Publix. You know, it has something to do with food and I'm a big fat ass. Loved, love to talk about potential new eateries opening <laughs> opening up. Anyway, uh, this story actually comes from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Praise Jesus. Give me a hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then I hold my Florida. This almost fucked up state. You can hear me now. Florida is almost fucked up state. Now you know something happened at a Wawa convenience store in Florida. Someone is getting robbed or beaten with food. Uh, During a late night dispute at a Wawa convenience store in St. Petersburg, Florida, a customer dissatisfied with his meat. Dude, I'm right there with you. I'm looking down at this thing and I'm like, why? Why, God? Why have you cursed me with this meat between my legs? He was actually upset with a different type of meat, uh, specifically chicken. He didn't like his chicken he got at the Wawa convenience store. Look, I don't care how good Wawa is. It's still convenience store chicken. You can't be expecting fine dining, right? Anyway, he allegedly attacked a store employee with a piece of chicken. The incident, which occurred at around 1.20 a.m., involved the chicken being doused in a spicy Nashville sauce. See, now that's really why I'm reading this news story. If someone just, you know, chucked a drumstick at another person, BFD, right? But this was all sauced up. And it was that Nashville uh, spicy sauce, which reportedly entered the employee's eyes. He's now blind and he's expected to never be able to see again. Dun, dun, dun. No, that would be some very powerful Nashville sauce off the Scoville charts. I think ultimately the employee's going to be fine. Anyway, the customer, identified as 32-year-old Daniel uh, Palomino, was arrested on a misdemeanor battery charge following the event. As per court documents, Palomino reportedly believed his chicken was undercooked. Well, that is a problem, leading to the confrontation where he threw the chicken at the store worker. Despite the spicy sauce affecting the employee's eyes, no significant physical harm was reported. Palomino, residing approximately a mile from the store, was under the influence of alcohol because everyone in Florida is, especially St. Petersburg. Uh, When he was apprehended by authorities, he stunk of alcohol. He was subsequently detained in the county jail, but released on a $500 bond. Notably, the chicken was not retained as evidence. I hate when police pull this shit. First of all, the chicken is the weapon. So I think it's important to to keep that evidence. Also, I'd like to know if the chicken was undercooked. Was he right to even bring up these concerns? You know, police did confiscate a baseball bat from Palomino. That's so weird, right? He had a chicken wing in one hand and a baseball bat in the other, and he chose to throw the chicken wing. 
that should show you that, you know, he's not a violent man. It could have ended a lot worse for that store worker. Could have been beaten to uh, the edge of his life. Turns out the guy was just upset about the chicken and, well, you know, wanted it cooked a little longer. Uh, Palomino's criminal history includes offenses like cocaine possession, aggravated assault, theft, drug paraphernalia possession, criminal mischief, marijuana possession, and probation violation. Pretty standard Florida man rap sheet there. And finally today, freaks, this is a very short one, but I thought it was kind of funny. In a bizarre turn of events during an armed robbery in Commerce City, Colorado, the alleged robbers found themselves without a getaway vehicle when they themselves were robbed. Yeah, a completely separate thief stole the getaway car. The incident, which involved three masked and armed suspects, occurred at a check-cashing service on Saturday morning. The local police department, while confirming that no injuries occurred, has since apprehended two of the three individuals involved. The Commerce City Police Department shared details of this unusual occurrence on social media platforms, including Facebook and another. I don't know why the news story didn't want to say what that one was. Be funny if the police shared this information on RateMyTits.com, the social media site for tit havers and tit lovers. Highlighting the irony of the situation, a Facebook update from the police mentioned, quote, In an unexpected and ironic twist, as the trio was robbing the business, a fourth criminal stole their getaway vehicle, which may have already been stolen. It was double stolen. I think that's like a double negative. That makes the car officially not stolen anymore. That criminal actually now legally owns the vehicle. All right, uh, we don't know. If we get a solid description of it, we will release that here. This incident has sparked a mix of amusement and disbelief among social media users. The police department itself acknowledged the strange nature of the case, commenting on Facebook, We can't make this stuff up. The investigation into the robbery and the subsequent theft of the getaway car is ongoing. So there you go. Uh, that, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you, freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Of course, if you pledge at least $5 over there on our Patreon account, you get access to that special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. And yes, we've got some patrons calling in. You know who I got a call from today? A car dealership. Now, I started looking for a vehicle the end of last year, I believe, right? I got the new car in January, and that pretty much was the end of my car buying or, in this case, car leasing adventure. I don't know why these dealerships think I'm still in the market for a car, especially like like the dealerships that are contacting me are bizarre, like a Subaru dealership here in Cincinnati. They were fucking assholes to me, if I recall correctly. I got the feeling when I was there that they didn't they didn't think I was serious about getting a car. So they kind of like blew me off, you know, and, and when I did find like a car I wanted to test drive, they're like, nah. I don't know if we have any that you can drive right now. I'll give you a call sometime. You know, it was just like really very dismissive. And the one thing about me is if I'm looking for a car, I'm ready to pull the fucking trigger. I like to get things done ASAP. So when the Subaru dealership kind of blew me off, I just went across the street to another dealership. 
You know, I ended up getting a, a Kia SUV, a Seltos. It's a little baby SUV, but I love it. And, uh, you know, again, living in Cincinnati is kind of great because you've got the Cincinnati dealerships. There's like a couple Kia dealerships. And then down in uh, Kentucky, there's some dealerships. They, they, you know, they were all giving me awful, awful deals and like dicking me around with my trade-in, low-balling me. And I, you know, I ended up going to Columbus and I got like the tricked out model of the car and I was paying less than any of the other models that... These people down in Cincinnati were pushing on me. No skin off my sack, right? So I'm guessing these dealerships are contacting me. Like, this is like a Hail Mary type thing because they're trying to meet some end of the year quotas. I just want to call them up and be like, how fucking desperate do you think I am? That 12 months later, I'm still looking for a car. You know, the, the beginning of the year it was still like that uh, where there was like no inventory. It was like that pandemic market. Well, we're no longer in that. Those days aren't coming back anymore. Now you guys are actually going to have to work for your money and be nice. Woo me next time I'm looking for a car, which won't be for like another three years. So calm your tits, Subaru. Don't call me. I'll call you. Thank you. And thank you for listening to my rant. (laughs) I just had to get that off my chest. Now I can play some real voicemails from listeners. I tried to burp. Anyway, it's Authentic Mexican. Um... Thank you for playing my voicemail and not cutting it short on Friday. That was nice. Letting my little rant go on. Anyway, um, last week on a different voicemail, I was, uh, it got cut off because I know you, you were flooded with voicemails. It seems like you've been getting a lot of more voicemails from Patreon supporters lately. Um, that's great for you. Okay. Anyway, um, uh, I don't know if, uh, You've checked it out recently, but there's a new, newer subreddit called Crappy Music. Oh, yeah, I have heard of that. I've checked it out. I don't know if we've featured any music from that subreddit yet, but it really is like an entire subreddit of Linda Finkel Hall of Fame nominees. Although, you know, like with any subreddit, there are morons who don't understand the assignment and they'll just start promoting their own music or they'll purposely make bad music. Or feature music that was meant to be bad, meant to be funny. So it's like, you gotta sift through a lot of the crap. Even the crappy music subreddit contains a lot of crap. Not the kind of good crap I'm looking for, you know, but it is a good resource. Hey, Thank Boo, Baggercom here, long-time caller, first-time listener. Uh, hey, you should probably... Uh, I, so I apologize because this is making more work for you. Great. But I really think you should re-record... Um, your version of uh, Twas the Night Before Christmas, solely because there's one line in there where, uh, you know, Mrs. Claus busts in and you say, Jesus Christ, did she get fatter? And the original version, which I only heard by going into the archives, makes that gag work better. I didn't even know there were multiple versions. I recorded that thing more than once. And in the version that is has like you know music backing, uh, it doesn't really quite work because it's not really a question; it's more of a statement. So I think your delivery on it could be a little better. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, I'll get right on recording that, re-recording that for a third time now. I also understand if you just want to say, "Oh no, fuck you, fuck you," <laughs> uh, to me because you know I'm asking you to potentially do more work. I wonder if I have the project files for that. <laughs> Probably but, not. Um, I, I'm just saying, I uh, I never really got the gag of 
Close the Night Before Christmas, aside from, you know, the rest. What, what I'm saying is that line always stuck out to me as weird and, like, threw me off until I went into the archives. Hey, everyone, sign up for the Super Freak Sideshow. You can see, does that make sense? And Jesus Christ, did she get fatter? That's not like that. I think that's how I wanted to say it. It wasn't a question. It's like, Jesus Christ, did she get fatter? Jesus Christ, did she get fatter? It's not that it's not, he's not literally. It's not that he's asking. He's not like he's he's wondering if she really did get fatter. It's more of a statement. Jesus Christ, did she get fatter? It's a way of speaking, you see. Am I, am I not talking right? <laughs> uh, Timmy Boo, what do you do? Sweet rectum rail from your friend up in Dayton. Just wanted to say once again how awesome the show is. Oh, thank Even you. Even as we face right now where every other celebrity and minor celebrity has three or four different podcasts where they're just... It's a very crowded field right now. As a matter of fact, um, you know that guy, Leo Laporte, who has that um, technology podcast like this? He's He was known as the tech guy. He used to be on like uh, G4 and tech TV and everything. And then he started Twit which I think stands for This Week in Tech, but it became a whole like network of podcasts, and he uh, built that beautiful studio in San Francisco. Well, even he has had to downsize in the last few months. He just fired a bunch of people or laid them off because he can't afford it. There's too many podcasts, not enough advertising dollars. Or, you know, it's a, this is a sinking ship, this fucking industry. I'm clinging on to dear life here. People just need to stop podcasting. Just, you know, find a different hobby. Especially you asshole comedians. Go out there and do your 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 stand-up in clubs and stuff. Pitch TV shows to Netflix. Don't do a podcast. Too many of those. You're, you're ruining my spot, man. I was here first. Me. Around talking to each other, telling the same stories with some huge production crew. You continue to toil along, yeah. making absolute... Slumming it over here by myself, my dank, dark studio, barely able to afford the uh, electricity bill. ...quality, awesome content oh, thank for you. such a low, low price, but it is so awesome. The things that you are able to do that is so professional, and yeah. it shows how much time yeah. you spend doing it. Do you, you want to hear that song again? Hey, dipshits, you look like fucking trash. How about you spend your hard-earned cash on some t-shirts or a ceramic mug or a Tim Henson six-inch butt plug? Listen to that quality. It's quite the big budget production we got going on here. So I want to tell you thank you. Oh, you're I welcome. I say all that, though, just to mention Uh-oh. that, yes, I do make yogurt in my Instant Pot. Hey, we found someone who does that. It is awesome. It takes a couple of days to really go, do a good Greek style, but there's like seven minutes of active time. Wow. It is pretty cool. Look, let me master the air fryer before I start tackling the instant pot. All right. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666-OGOD-IS-IT-OGOD. Your pussy will perish with you in hell!
Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate podcasts, specifically Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can give us a five-star rating over there. Uh, It means a lot to me. Thank you so much to everyone who's already done that. Tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you've got to sign up for the Sideshow. Otherwise, I will see you back on Friday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Suck it all the way down. Oh, yeah. All the way down. Oh, yeah. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.